Welcome to the Ensman Archive Podcast, presented by FRIA, the Foundation for Research of the Ensman Archive. We're a nonprofit research foundation to preserve and publish the work of Dr. Robert Duncan Ensman and his wife Joanna online at ensmanarchive.org. Now, here's your host, the symbologist Michelle Snyder. ever put your tooth under your pillow at night and wait for the tooth fairy to bring you a coin? Are fairies dangerous? Where do these magical creatures come from? After the break, our golden key will unlock secrets about these mysterious beings. This is the symbologist, Michelle Snyder. The Symbologist Series, a collection of books by the symbologist Michelle Snyder, the world's authority on symbology. Book one, method, how symbols work. Book two, revision, how to see symbols. Book three, concept, symbols of ideas. And book four, oral tradition, symbols in stories. You can find this symbologist series at our bookstore online at ensmanarchive.org. Most of us have grown up surrounded by fairy tales. Stories about good fairies, bad fairies, blue fairies, tooth fairies, and fairy godmothers. These elusive little creatures flit in and out of our lives in stories populated with all manner of fascinating creatures like dwarves and elves and giants and mischievous little pixies. All these beloved characters have their roots in the same ancient culture and take part in preserving the records of its history. So, who were the fairies? Once upon a time, long, long ago, in northern Europe, there was a time of little sun. For a thousand years, it was mostly overcast, the precious sun peeping through just enough to sustain life. This lack of sun, helped along by natural selection, was partly responsible for the emergence of those who became known as fairies. The sun provides warmth and also vitamin D, which, among other things, prevents rickets. The lighter the skin, the more vitamin D is able to be absorbed. The people living in northern Europe during the time of little sun would have produced lighter and lighter-skinned offspring. Darker pigmentation limits the intake of vitamin D, preventing overdoses in sunnier climate. Those with darker skin suffering from rickets would not have lived long. The fair, almost white-skinned people were descended from the Maglamosian culture of 7000 BC. They were referred to as the fair folk and later fairies. They are the subject of stories such as Snow White, Snowdrop, and Rose Red. It is said that the fair folk dwelled underground in fairy mounds, remnants of which still dot the landscape in Ireland. During the time of Little Sun, the weather was cool and damp. Peat grows fast in that environment. It covered the hills and then it grew over the homes sheltered by the hills. Peat is good insulation and these homes were cozy warm. Entire villages looked as if they were underground, as did the people who lived in them. Their fair folk were taught astronomy and natural sciences from childhood. Their knowledge of agriculture and navigation positioned them well. They were wise and socially powerful. Because their knowledge of natural science was extraordinary, the fair folk gained the reputation of having magical powers. As a result, they were both feared and loved. Centuries passed and legends of these fair-skinned underground dwellers with magical powers resonated through history. They were immortalized in stories and legends. Powerful fairy queens and kings holding counsel on fairy rings of mushrooms, raising their families in fairy mounds. 
We have inherited these wondrous tales of once upon a time, and if we use our golden key, we can see in them the history of a civilization that lasted thousands of years and still has descendants in our world. I'm the symbologist, Michelle Snyder. Thanks for joining us on the Ensman Archive podcast, The Golden Key, with the symbologist Michelle Snyder, presented by Freya, the Foundation for Research of the Ensman Archive, online at ensmanarchive.org. Thank you.